Hello and welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is the video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community. I always said Monster Hunter podcast. It's not been that since I since 2018. Um, this is your host, Fortuan, joined by Sasha. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, saw the Paw Patrol movie today and then I've just been relaxing ever since then. You know, just mentally recovering from that. How are you? Good. I took the girls to their soccer uh, to see see soccer game, and I'm exhausted from driving and dealing with that. Um, my parents came to that game as well as the X. It's the first time my dad has seen the X since the split, and utterly hates her. So he didn't say a word the whole time. Love that. It was very fun. I um, love that. She was like, hi, guys. And then he's like, oh, boy, is he going to punch her? Is this going to happen? All right. No, didn't happen. Cool. All right. We're good. We're good. It's off to a good start. And it just it wasn't awkward for me, but it was awkward for her. And I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And it was uh, it's obvious. I, don't get me wrong. I love my daughter and I want to support her in what she wants to do. But um soccer's not her sport mm-hmm. let's just let's just say that uh, it's not that she does bad it's not that she has bad technique she literally can't run she has a joint thing that she is in therapy for and she is a quarter of the speed of everyone else on that field and it is obvious <laughs> so yeah but you know, I support her. I cheer for her. I help her out and say hey you can do this this mm-hmm. and this because and, I used to play soccer myself and um, I just, yeah, it's just every time I go, I'm just like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, is this really what you want to be doing right now? Like, you know, driving aside, like, it seems like you are really struggling out there <laughs> and they had no substitutes today. None, none of kids showed up. They actually had to play a person down. So the other team agreed to play a person down on the field. They normally play seven on the field. They played six and yeah, it was. It was well, that's a rough, good of them, I suppose. Yeah, it was a rough day for Cece because uh, anytime she got put up in the front or the striker position, she was unhappy. She wanted to be on defense where you don't run as much. So, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, and welcome, Ace. How you doing, bud? Doing pretty good. We uh, picked out pumpkins at the grocery store, so nice. We, uh, be all ready for pumpkin carving here we didn't get the chance i wanted to today but we're going to do it tomorrow i saw a pumpkin spiced apple cider at walmart when i picked up some things and i want Mm. the girls to try it with me granted i know cc doesn't want to try it because she doesn't like apples period so i don't think she's gonna like apple cider (laughs) let alone with pumpkin spice in it but emery's down to try so we're gonna try that tomorrow we run two today but we had a lot going on and it was, it was like, of all the things, it ruined it in the middle of the day because it was at 3 o'clock, which means I had to leave by 1 p.m. And we were home 5-ish, 4.35. So yeah. right in the middle of the day. Um, I, uh, I, I have been... I have an excuse for almost calling it a Monster Hunter podcast because I have playing been playing a ton of Monster Hunter now still. Um, I've been playing more. In fact, my friend Heath showed me today 
There's a developer setting on Android that allows you to use a control stick and fake walking on GPS. That is just a feature on Androids. So I have been doing that. Now, we said I said he was spoofing the whole time where he was using a thing to go around into Chillicothe and hit all these spots. And he's like, nope, I just have this thing where it makes me walk and I go about like 15 meters from myself and in a circle and I get everything and I leave. And I'm just like, oh, no. No, that actually is cool. So he, he showed me how to do that today, and I did it. Um, and I am with the, the monster hunter teaser, I have been not wanting to do anything but play monster hunter. And I'm not lying. Like I haven't played any, but I decide from now, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking of starting a new save on Iceborne, uh, which was one of my least liked monster hunter games, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know what because I'm done with Rise and Sunbreak. I I played the crap out of it. I did everything you could on it. And mm-hmm. I'm just done. So I don't know. I I'm in a weird space where I just I just want to play Monster Hunter, and I, mm-hmm. I have no no way to do it. It's like I I have no mouth and I must scream. I have no new Monster Hunter and I must hunt because <laughs> Monster Hunter is now on the brain. So, mm-hmm. tonight, we are going to be talking about uh, the opposite of that, the series that we are done with. We have either tried them or or liked them before, and they've strayed too far from our liking. So, just like, we are out. We are checked out. We are no longer listening to what they are doing. They have lost us. Um so that being said, um, who wants to start tonight? I have a full five, so I, I can anchor us if we need to. Maybe you should start since you have the most. Sure, sure. Number one, a series that I rarely talk about, um, but I did enjoy. I have not played the final game and I have no intentions of doing so because I don't care and I don't care if they re-release it, remake it, do anything. And that is Uncharted. Um, I really liked these games. I played one, two, and three, all three of them late, but I played them uh, when I played them very, uh, I'll say judiciously. Like I almost platinumed, uh, I think, two. Uh, even did the multiplayer stuff to try to get some trophies. Um, Mm -hmm. I really liked Nathan Drake as a character and I still do. I think it's interesting. Um, I own uncharted Four: a thief's end and have done, have owned it since 2019 and haven't even tried to play it. Um, haven't even put it on the quote unquote backlog. Um, because I realized I just didn't care. I just don't care. Um, and I don't know why I don't know what happened. Uh, it's like one of those mysteries where you, you and a friend just drift apart over the years and you're no longer looking at the same stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a huge Indiana Jones fan. Although I will say there's a bit in Mortal Kombat one where Johnny Cage is doing a fake movie where he is like an Indiana Jones fucking hilarious. And I loved it. He even did that. The mm. that belongs in a museum 
which was really fun. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Uncharted that it just lost its charm with me. I think A Thief's End was a little too serious for me, too. Because, like, they're all kind of, like, fun action, you know, like Indiana Jones. Like, just, like, adventure action movies. And then, like, everything in A Thief's End seemed, like, super dramatic and, you know, serious. And I was just like, nah. So did the last... Not what I'm looking for. Did the last game that you played... The story wrap up nicely. Yeah, or, <laughs> it did. So it might be also why you don't really care. It's not yeah. like you're. It was supposed to, get... to be the last game, I think. Uncharted three. Okay. Unless I'm mistaken. Did you play these Ace? Hmm. I have not played them yet. I've... Very surprised. I mean, I've played a little bit of uh, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I have the PS Vita title. I just haven't gotten around to playing them yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have no. In, I have never had any intentions to play the PS Vita one. Uh, didn't feel like paying a bunch of money for no games that I cared about at the time. Still don't. I mean, you missed out because Freedom United was on there. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's why the PS Vita died. It was on the PSP. I mean, it was on the no, store. Get, yeah, and you can play it on the Vita. Yeah, I you know, can play because I started a whole another character. I know you can, but it part of, part of the reason why it died is because Monster Hunter jumped ship to Nintendo th- at that time when the Vita came out. I mean, yeah. It was expected that Try was going to be on the Vita, and then it was on the Wii, and then Sony fans were WTF? Where's my Monster Hunter? No. Yeah. I mean, I was out of the loop at that time because I did not have video games on the brain in college. Oh, that was that was all the rage for me in college. Video games. Uh, I mean, I went to school for programming. Everyone played video games there. Hell, we mm-hmm. had professors talking to us about the validity of WoW in the work in the gaming space after class. Like our C sharp professor was a huge WoW player and ahead of his guild, and uh, we had a big talk about it, it and the the qualities it with it and uh, Guild Wars two or one that was coming out at the time, mm-hmm. or some expansion for it. My my friend Brian was a huge Guild Wars fan over WoW, and I was uh, more of a proponent of WoW just because the armor looks better. I don't know what it is with Blizzard games, but I like their armor designs much better. Maybe it's the pauldrons, the giant pauldrons. I like that. I don't know. No idea. Fair enough. Giant gloves, too. Yeah. Everyone looks like they're in, like, six times their size of a bodysuit. I don't know. That would do it, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I like medieval stuff, and... That's what it looks like. So that's it. Uncharted. Sorry, Nathan Drake. And Nolan North, who voiced him. Uh, see ya. Now, not again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to phrase it. So uh, who's next? Um, I can go next. Um, 
sort of non-shockingly, mm-hmm. um, my first entry would be EA Sports games. <laughs> I used after, to play them after the after the classic debate fairly. last week. Yeah, I like this. This is this is I a very. I used to play them fairly frequently in middle and high school. Yeah. You know, whenever I would go to friends' houses and stuff, I would do games of Madden every now and then too. So. And then when I went to college, my video gaming fell off. And then when I started getting back into gaming, uh, that was going to be something I was interested in until I started finding out about the way they took all their sports games. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, my you would think you would think along the lines of like the or what was I going to say? You would think my interest in those games couldn't go any lower, but like every year and every Ang- Angry Joe show mm-hmm. episode on Madden that drives my interest in sport EA sports games further further underground. I oh. think we're probably at like near Titanic levels currently. EA is a tough sell for me these days. I think the last EA I was le- game that I was legitimately excited about uh, before its launch, uh, and everything else was been tentative. Like, it looks cool, but please don't fuck it up. Uh, as um, Kingdoms of Amalur, that was the last game that I was super excited about for EA, and then, mm-hmm. well, that was 2010, right? Yeah, lifetime ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Technically, uh, I've been interested in them because of Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, but like, I and I will not say I was really much else past that. I was interested in those games, and I do enjoy uh, Fallen Order. I'm not enjoying Survivor as much; uh, it's just not grabbing me as well. But um, those were definitely in the realm of that looks cool, and I'm interested. Please don't fuck it up. I was already. EA was already a huge warning sign to me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's why I never got into what's the one with the jetpacks that everyone played. And Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. And it was just a lot of people just called it trash and it died. Even though there's, there are people who say it was a legitimately good game. I was just, you know, it had its issues. Um, mm-hmm. Kudos to those people who can enjoy it. Uh, that, that I was sold on the trailer and then unsold on the trailer immediately following the EA logo. So I avoided that bullet. I mean, but yeah, you are good. I remember at the time it was being touted as like EA's halo and then Mm -hmm. it wasn't. Mm -hmm. It's true. Um, yeah, uh, I will say uh, that would be my honorable mention. Sixth is Halo. Mm-hmm. I do not mm-hmm. care about Halo anymore. Infinite, Infinite was my last hit shot, I said, and it disappointed. Mm. But yeah, you are spot on with the EA sports games. They do not sound like they're getting any better. In fact, they sound like they're getting worse, and the general public who do buy those games and enjoy them sound like a large part of the problem because they 
enjoy the microtransactions apparently, and they are doing very well with them. So, yeah, I mean, I get that crunch is a thing, but the fact that like people were seeing and pointing out how there were assets from the game from last year, the year before, etc., in like the backgrounds, like. I mean, that so just happens. Use, in... Like the same character models or stuff like that. That I would say is not as noticeable, but like when you go to crowd shots and stuff like that, and you see the Madden same crowd 2019 on 2022 or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like what is going on here. Plus, obviously, the microtransactions are just infested in the game. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm not. I'm not as big a fan as. Uh on that stance about I'm okay with developers reusing assets. Honestly, um, we've seen it in monster hunter, you know, mm-hmm. within a generation, they just reuse the, that, you know, the monster pretty much, uh, up. At, I mean, they use this, not the same, but like very similar assets all the way up until third generation. And then all the way up until fifth generation, because fourth generation yeah. reused, uh, a lo- upgraded maybe, mm-hmm. but reused a lot of skeletons from third generation. And then, you know, it's just it's the, just how you get games done quicker these days. And it's just a part mm-hmm. of the the trade in the industry. Like I, So I don't, that doesn't bother me as much. Like, of all the things with the people getting mad at Pokemon for reusing the same animations and assets over the time, I was like, why, why are you mad? Why are you mad about this, bro? Like I, that's that's the worst of their problems. Just make new Pokemon. Like, <laughs> like, like. Please, I'm tired of. I'm a Gen One-er. I love Gen One. I'm tired of Gen One. I want to see new stuff. That's why. That's why I played Scarlet and Violet with a whole new team. Yeah. Right. Like I only picked new Pokemon for that reason. I was like, I'm done with the coming back stuff. Also, the bug trainer thing just wasn't going to fucking work in Scarlet and Violet. All the bugs were stupidly awful. New bugs, at least. So, yeah. Sorry. So, EA Sports. It's in the game. Or, like, the one, uh, like, the one vine. Sorry to, sorry to people who have not heard this before and might not enjoy it. The Mm -hmm. B- Gay sports. It's being gay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So EA Sports. Uh, Sasha, what do you have for us? Uh, so I had to do, you know, a little, a little introspection, a little soul searching to answer this question of like, you know, like, am I really done with these games? Um, sure. And I think the answer is yes. Um, so, Fallout. did you say Fallout? Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. It's as, a, as a as a very clear joke, uh, and just yeah. for my own my own inside joke of never letting them live down Fallout seventy six. Yeah, well, Fair. So my first my first answer is Saints Row. <laughs> Um, oh no, that's that's a big one for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it was, 
I had to do some introspection on this and like thinking about it and I haven't I haven't progressed beyond I don't know I, I'm probably like 30% maybe through the new game the new one yeah um, and I downloaded it on my my series X when I got it and I know mm-hmm. that I can cloud save over so like I don't even have to start over and I just don't and still have any yeah, yeah I just like don't care um, I feel very disillusioned about it I don't hate the game. I don't think it, by all means, like, I, I think it's a technically sound game. I'm not having any problems with it in that aspect. But, like, there's just nothing about the old formula or, f- like, the things that I loved mm-hmm. about the old game that makes me want to go back. Like, like there was an achievement in Saints Row 2, and it was just a random thing that would happen. You could There was nothing you would do to make it happen. But if your character would sing along to the radio, you'd mm-hmm. get an achievement. And it's because the music was good. And I remember unlocking the achievement, and it was to the Breakfast Club song. <laughs> oh, don't forget about me. Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, I don't know. I just do not enjoy any of the music in Saints Row, the reboot, to a point where, like, I would pay. I would pay for DLC to have new music in that game. Oh, sure. And I just feel like mm-hmm. as a game, if you're trying to compete with Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. which is known for its music, like... Yes. And it has been since the second one? Yeah. Literally. I mean, like, as and especially the, once Vice City hit, right? So, like... Uh, even what I was trying to say, you know, 3 is where we have the modern sort of formula for Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Follow a character, 3D, yep. get the car. But, like, I think even 2 had music. Like, yes, I think. I think so. Yeah. And so I just, I feel, I feel really bummed out. I also think that they could have done better with their radio. Um, sure. I think if they wanted to be, like, wacky and wait, like, like, crazy, they could have done something like, uh, like Welcome to Night Vale, as like mm-hmm. their actual radio stuff um, to pull people in and make it seem a little more in line with Saints Row. So sure. I don't know. There's just as a lot of what ifs and could have beens and not happenings. Oh. Well, I, you know, if you notice lately, there hasn't been a lot of licensed music games. There hasn't been a lot of licensed music in a lot of games outside of the big ones like Call of Duty for commercials. Mm-hmm. And that's about yeah. it. Um, and I think it's partially because it got so damn expensive. And I think that's partially why we're not seeing more guitar heroes or rock bands come back. For sure. Because, because of, I think it's just too expensive. I will say... There is one game who breaks the mold on this, but it's only for short clips for emotes, and that's Fortnite. And I've been playing that with, you know, the high school buds uh, pretty regularly lately. And a lot of emotes have popular songs and, the you know, they have popular characters from all sorts of franchises. Fortnite is just throwing money at people and getting licensed stuff all the time. They're like what Smash Brothers is to Nintendo characters as pop culture is in a video game. Like, 
it's nuts how many things you get in there. I just unlocked yeah. Ashoka. I have an Ashoka skin now for free. Um, lightsabers are a thing right now when we've been playing. Uh, they're also really fucking annoying to deal with. Um, stuff like that. Like, they're just... And there's stuff like, um, what's the... Shorting it low? Like, that's an emote that I've seen. I've seen... Uh, the Numa Numa song, the original one, is an emote that I currently have that I use when I'm bored. Uh, I'll just go in the middle. Oh, of... the good old days. Yeah, like stuff like that. So I, I think, you know, maybe Fortnite's sort of breaking the mold on this. But I think in general, I, in general, I think unless something, you know, I'm not I, I'm not I'm not afraid to say this because I've never really enjoyed the big music, uh, biz, big music record industry. I think they need to get their head out of their ass and allow people to use some songs a little more. Well, uh, I, to counter that, I will say I think that there's still a way to get artists on board or record companies on board. So take mm-hmm. like Kate Bush, for example, where this like sure. ma- massive revival of Kate Bush and she's like, one of the top artists on Spotify because of Stranger Things. So, like, if sure. your game is going to be good enough, then people are going to want to put their music in it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, who was who the artist tied to Diablo 4? I don't remember her name. Halsey. I don't listen to her. Halsey, yeah. Um, I don't know. Some games are Some games are actually, you know, striking up deals with people. Um... It's not music related, but um, crap. Why can't I remember her name? Mortal Kombat has the girl that was in Transformers and um, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. There you go. Megan Fox voices a character in Transform- uh, Transformers. Mortal Kombat 1. She's Natara, the, the vampire. Um, mm. You know, there's all sorts of like giant collabs going on in games but there seem to be on an individual basis now instead of yeah like a radio station and yeah to be honest i'm actually a very big fan of video game music for the sake of its own like i own exo primal and um ghost runners soundtracks now because i love those those songs in the game so much especially the title song for exo primal um I don't think I've shared that guy that with with you guys, but it's, it's really good, but there's also not a single video out there to share. I'd have to share like an MP3 that I bought and I don't, Mm. I don't know. I don't know, but it's just really good music. And I I think video game composers are killing it. And in comparison, uh, for a lot of games, I think that even though I didn't, none of it individually stood out to me, the God of War Ragnarok music was really good, really emotional, really well done. Like, there's all sorts of games that I love the music for uh, these days. So, that could be part of it too. People are trying to do in-house and or, you know, individualize their music too. Now, granted, something like Saints Row or Grand Theft Auto that is known for licensed music is a little bit of a different story. Was there even licensed music in the in the yes. latest uh, Saints Row? But yes. it just wasn't good? I mean, 
you know, I will say at the risk of sounding like, you know, an elder, elder Old. generation, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, there very well could be like popular music. But what I remember distinctly about like classic Saints Row, both one and mm-hmm. two and three and pretty much all of the Grand Theft Auto games is that there were like channels like radio stations so there were for different genres yes and so like if you wanted to listen to the 80s music there was an 80s music channel um or like Mm -hmm. i I don't know i i think that there is i wrote i remember is there's a reggae channel (laughs) um (laughs) so i'm not gonna recognize any any reggae like for what it is i don't know if that was like licensed or made for the game um there yeah. was like yeah. i mean what's up hmm? yeah i mean that was something i used to do in grand theft auto 5 a lot is just drive around doing random stuff while switching to a radio station that i like yes and then also in uh mafia 2 i played that a lot and would switch back and forth between all the uh what 50s radio stations that they had and i mean speaking about that I like. even la noir has better music yeah so I was, I was just getting ready to say speaking of la noir they went back and got authentic music for that era you mean fallout music you mean fallout music for that era because it was like pretty much the same soundtrack was it yeah. i didn't play fallout, fallout yeah it's like all the same music Fallout Noir. Yeah. I mean, but it was based on that time. Yeah. So, yeah. And that Which music slapped. Yeah, I, I really liked driving yeah. around L.A. Noir with... Uh, hey, I love swing music, and that's that's where swing music comes from. So, I am in. Big band swing. Hell yeah. Like the... Remember the Chips Ahoy commercial? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, now I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We we played that in band once because I wanted to play swing so bad. But yeah, yeah so know, uh, so back to Saints Row. Like the music yeah. thing is a huge reason why I I don't really like the new one. But yeah. I also didn't care for a lot of like the mini games going away. It seemed like they went just like what every game has to add in somehow with some like customization options and like building bullshit that I don't care about. Yes. Um, so there's like a little bit of that, that, you know, it's whatever. I didn't explore very much of it because I haven't played very much of the game. Um, and then even before the reboot, I had an issue with, uh, saints row, like the one where they go to hell. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just so off the rails. Like they go to hell, they're in a simulation. There are no real consequences. I don't know. Like I, I didn't care for that either. And that had the same formula and had good music, but it just didn't. It was starting to stray already. It, yeah, it felt like inception. Like, I'm like, I'm already playing a video game. And then you're telling me that I'm in a simulation in my simulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I mean, and why do is... I care about that? 
Fair. Well, apparently you don't. Yeah, I don't. So that's the answer to that is I, I think that I'm, I'm saying Well, you're not going to like Exoprimal. Yeah. Exoprimal has the same thing. You keep getting knocked back into a simulation to, to fight so the AI improves its suits. So, yeah. All right. Saints Row, gone. That's a surprising one for you. Yeah. Now, I will say, I will say the caveat. Um, I think any one of us, if there's just a knockout game that comes out in the series and just blows away all the issues i think any one of us would probably still play any of these games even you know that there's an ea sports game that doesn't have microtransaction actually is fun for once you know like i could see myself doing it mm-hmm. i will probably I mean, finish the reboot at some point but like you know my time my gaming time is very limited and i have starfield now so Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and there's other things on the horizon eventually too, you know. If nothing else, Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So my second one, I'm gonna get a boo. I feel it. The Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with this series. I think it was really great. I just don't care. It's zombies. It's human drama and zombies. And I don't... That's why I don't like The Walking Dead. I don't care about the human drama. I want to fight zombies. And you get to fight a lot of zombies in The Last of Us. Don't get me wrong. Those mushroom head clickers, they're cool. They're a cool concept. They're probably some of the coolest zombies that are out there, in my opinion. Um, Aside from what I feel zombies should be, which are raised dead with necrotic energy because my D&D brain. But... Um, it, it's just I played the first one and then there was so much drama and stuff around the second one and I played the first one's DLC which also had drama because it had a Ellie and a uh, lesbian relationship or a budding one or whatever you want to want to call it um, mm-hmm. everyone made a big deal about that I was like I don't care it was a decent game but like number two comes around and I'm just I'm over it I'm out. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't... It's too much energy for me to care, and I have other things to play. Uh, that's kind of it. There's nothing, It's not like it did anything super wrong other than, well, focus on human drama rather than, you know, the outbreak. And, you know, and what's, what's interesting to me and my own introspection looking at this series, I talked about the end of The Last of Us 1 for months when I finished it like that dilemma of do you save one person or do you cure humanity like potentially right there is the thought that maybe Ellie wasn't the cure and it was just she was a high probability or whatever you know you don't know right and then you know spoilers he breaks her out and then there's no chance for that and then Talking about that dilemma was an interesting yeah. way. The game is almost 10 years old and the TV show came out. If anyone doesn't know Fair. the ending by now, that's, that's on them. Just covering well, my bases. In my opinion. Just covering my bases. But like, you know, 2 came around and I'm like, well, 
you're not going to do anything more interesting than what happened there to me. It's all, and then all I heard about was the human drama in that. I didn't hear a shit about any sort of clicker or what happened. Nothing. I have no idea. I think you'd enjoy it because they make the clickers a lot creepier. They've made the uh, stalkers a lot creepier because they don't just hide around the corners and like dress up. They're mm-hmm. like all feral and on all fours and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more unnerving to see. So they're like Definitely hunters. Was my first time playing. They're like hunters. Sort now? of, yeah. Yeah, but that's the problem. I'd say more like a combination of like monkeys and wolves, sure, and zombies. Well, um, I meant hunters for Left 4 Dead, have... where they jump on you and stuff, and oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but they the, but also that... have the Shambler, sure, which is like a bridge between the bloater and I guess I would say a clicker because mm-hmm. they just seek you out and then they explode yeah in acidic spores okay I mean yeah there's a variety there um, but sounds like all of that stuff is also in Left 4 Dead for me and every other zombie game Back for Blood you know and they also Days have gone. the Rat King. That's hilarious. They really do have a Rat King? Because if they have a Rat King, that's funny. Yeah, um, because uh, it it is in the basement slash garage mm-hmm. of the Seattle hospital, of like one of the hospitals in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So that one essentially has been down there since the outbreak. Oh. So it's essentially been down there for like around 30 years. Sure. So it sort of makes sense of not being able to get out and they're just being infected down there that were quarantined since the outbreak began that they would sort of just slowly yeah. over time but, adhere but... together. But you see my dilemma here. I'm caring about aspects about the games that are very minor in their focus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's obvious that the human drama is the focus of the series. It's very obvious. Mm-hmm. And that's where most people are going to draw the enjoyment. I recognize that I am the minority who cares about the monsters. And to be honest, zombies, like I always say, are the least interesting monsters uh, the way they are done most of the time. Um no, and I'm going to I'm going to say this and it's a it's a bias because of the way I look at things and I care about the monsters and the enemies more than the story at times that, you know, I can care about the story more at times, but um, it just won't compare to something like Boulder's Gate for me, which is a D&D game and I got to fight so many cool and see so many cool different monsters. I'd rather see a mycinid than a than a clicker. And a mycinid is just a sentient giant mushroom that talks. And I feel that they're more interesting and awesome than a clicker. Because a clicker is just a mushroom zombie. And then <laughs> it's all zombies. <laughs> and I don't care. I was say, it's, it's, clickers are sort of sentient mushrooms. Sort of. But, like, until you... Well, I mean, it's, it's not hard to understand what a mycinid is. But 
it's really cool to sort of interact and they actually do it well of like how would a mycinid you know or how would a mushroom person communicate and think and feel like you get a lot of there's a really cool part where you actually interact with the mycinid com- uh, community if you go a certain direction in the game you actually mm-hmm. could not see them uh, if you don't if you go a certain way but yeah well i'm hoping because I, it seems like they're going to be making a third Last of Us game. Mm-hmm. I oh, I don't doubt uh, it. Incorporate something that they sort of like teased at in part two of uh, there being actual hordes of sure. infected. Uh, because it, I think it's in a journal entry or something like that. You find out that Ellie had to. Uh, seek refuge in under like the cross space of a house or like in the basement of a house and wait for a horde to pass by mm. and apparently there were like thousands or something like that so that's an interesting and scary premise to uh deal with and like this dealing with the horde mechanics in days gone had my uh heart rate skyrocketing sure yeah i mean i get you it, it, it's not devoid of merit. It's not like the game's bad. It's just I know that my focus is not where the series wants to be. Mm-hmm. So it's not for me. Fair enough. So uh, another one, Ace? Mine would be... Uh, this is the one that I said was sort of on the fence. Sure. Uh, I forget the developer studio name, but... Uh, Fortnite, uh, their Monster Hunter clone, just sort of those general games. Oh, oh, uh, uh, shit. What was that called? It's not, I know what you're talking about. It's in the Fortnite cartoony style. Shit. What was that called? Yeah. I'm going to have to Google that. I've, uh, tossed my hat in the ring for both of those games and gave them quote unquote the good old top college try or the community college try and I just have not been able to like solid solidly get into them and especially like the monster monster hunter clone or wannabe uh, monster hunter game that they put out uh, I, I tried to get into it but I think I'm just too invested in the world and the lore of Monster Hunter to be able to get into that game. Uh, is it Dauntless? Dauntless, yes. Dauntless, it is Dauntless, because I, I would recognize it if I saw the symbol. I finally found it, yeah. Dauntless. Um. Yeah. I tried to get into that when they launched it, and same. I just couldn't, couldn't commit. Did you play... Um, like, I don't remember. It was earlier this year. Did you play? Not well long. What was the other one? Wild Hearts. Did you end up actually ever playing it? I wanted to, but I never got around to it. I, I mean, actually, I, I had obviously having a infinite. I, I just can't dedicate too much time. Yeah, like, I'm surprised I was able to, like, sort of push in the time to get uh, Dead Space finished and then. Again. Got a whole other playthrough 
yeah. done, but I think I more so have uh, my uh, backbone to thank for that than yeah. Well, just oh being yeah. Able to when you have a newborn, um, portable gaming is, is your savior for game time for sure. Mm-hmm. Like when um, I played the shit out of my Wii U when CC was born, and then again, mm-hmm. um, my Switch. Uh, which wasn't out quite yet when Emery was born, but it came out the next spring. She was born October. And uh, yeah. And yeah. Plus I think uh, March, (laughs) I think PlayStation coming at announcing the uh, PlayStation portal Mm sort of put a bug out my ass to uh, continue using the backbone. Yeah. Or uh, get, your... more, get back into using it more heavily because, I mean, for half the price and the exact same capabilities and more, I think uh, the value lies in just using your smartphone instead of getting a whole peripheral that they aren't even, I would say, pricing competitively. Yeah. Yeah, your, uh, your vitriol uh, towards Sony has only increased. Has shockingly like completely 180 like i went to for years now i've gone to gone to bat for sony but like i mean if they don't if they don't deserve it they don't deserve it man like that's that's the no two bones about it um i'm still wary of microsoft from all the acquisitions and the stuff but i'm you know i'm not yeah uh, I'm, I'm, you know, the whole monopoly thing. I'm not really, uh, not really a big fan of, so we'll, we'll see, but, um, that Sony's not doing themselves any favors. And I have never really been that much of a Sony fan other than the fact that I have been on Sony because that's where monster hunter has traditionally been over Xbox. So, I mean, they'll likely still be my go-to for exclusive games, but as far as like general gaming, Xbox and Nintendo definitely yeah. uh, taken taken center stage for me at least. Yep, uh, I will say um, one thing. Going back to the to sort of like um, you know your answer being dauntless, um, the Monster Hunter clone aspect. There were people that I knew uh, that I was playing. Uh, Wild Hearts with at the time they were like this is better than Monster Hunter this is the does this this and this and this and I was like sure there are aspects of quality of life that are possibly better but this is not this is not the answer bro this is not the way we are yeah I mean I just think because I'm indoctrinated just because of I don't think it's uh, even an indoctrination. and how Monster Hunter is, plus I think it is, at least for me. Sure. Especially then adding in uh, me doing my own, like, Monsterpedia type thing. And, like, yeah. Incorporating lore I mean, into that and stuff like that. It, I just it, don't think... <sighs> I don't think any other game that comes out that's similar to it will stand as much of a chance to, you know, mm-hmm. grab hold of me in that way because of that 
personal investment, the time investment over the years since middle school. Yeah. Um, so. I, I will say, um, so I can t- I didn't play a ton of Dauntless, but I think Dauntless, I did play some, and I, and, and I did play a lot, and I finished uh, Wild Hearts. I will say there is a generic just flaw that is shared between all of them, and that is what, you know, my biggest complaint with Monster Hunter sometimes is monster variety. And, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we have X amount of monsters. And, like, yeah, Monster Hunter claims the same thing on the same premise, but they can back it up with, like, if you take out all the duplicates and reskins and palettes and and everything, you're left most of the time in Monster Hunter with 30-plus monsters, right? Like, even with the reskins mm-hmm. and repalettes. You take all the doubles and the extras, and I think Wild Hearts had seven. And they're like, we have like 20 something monsters and da da da. It's like, yeah, sure, you do. But like Ice Crow and Poison Crow are the same fucking monster. They just have ice and poison attacks. It's like Mr. Mime versus Galarian Mr. Mime. I couldn't think of a poison type that becomes an ice type, just a psychic. But, you know, like, like they're different. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's a good one, Ace. Um, I think I will always try those personally because I want to see what other people are are doing with the idea. I like seeing ideas. I like seeing progression. Um, this is why my uh, love for Diablo is still in that genre. To me, is still the best. But I will always play the other games and look for what sort of innovations are they trying to do. And in my opinion, Diablo still does better innovations, but that's just me. You know, I don't, not a lot of people share that opinion, but yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So Dauntless, good answer. I like that one. It sucked. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Sasha. Uh, my second one is Dead Rising. Ooh, okay. Another hard one for me. Um, because I okay. have a lot of really fond memories of like yeah. Dead Rising One, Dead Rising Two, Dead Rising Two off the record. In fact I the first game I bought for my Xbox One was Dead Rising Three. But Dead Rising Three is also when I started to not like Dead Rising Dead so Rising. much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some of the aspects of where it started to turn for me again it's not that there's anything like wrong with the games the games are technically sound they i don't have any problems with any any of the gameplay it's that i don't want to play workbench i don't want to play all this like craftsmanship and i especially don't want to do it in a game that has a limited inventory like Dead yeah. Rising has the most limited inventory out of like any kind of game that I I play. I am a hoarder. I am a like <laughs> design your gameplay around how you how much shit you can pack into your pack. Yep. But you get your little like radial bar of your inventory and that's all you get and I do not like that they added crafting into Dead Rising. 
but they didn't oh, yeah. upgrade the inventory system to match that. Right, so you had a bunch of components and nothing to do with them. Yeah, yeah. or like you're having to carry shit around to like knowing that you intend to either store it somewhere or use it to build something. But then also you need to have enough weapons to protect yourself and they don't break and yeah. possibly, yeah. you know, your orange juice or whatever you're carrying around to keep yourself. Uh, Sunny D. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really disliked that. I also disliked the turn towards like realistic graphics. Sure. That like the it's original hard to sell games, a, fun, a funny game with realistic graphics. Well, they're not trying to be funny either. I guess is the problem for me too. Like I, I don't think Dead Rising oh, Three yeah. is trying to be funny, where like Dead Rising and Dead Rising Two are trying to be funny, and they have that Capcom like splash of color on it. Yeah, and it's just all gone in Dead Rising 3. It's like nitty gritty, like dark and like the blood. I forgot that was a Capcom title. I really did. Yeah. And it's just a bummer. It's, it's, there's, it doesn't have that same like breath of life that the original, uh, the original two games have. Um, the psychos, the psychos are very like fun. Um, in the original games, and then they're just dark and gritty, in yeah, in the newer ones. So, you know, I think that's been a problem with Capcom across the board. Now that you talk about it, like every series, you know, part of of people why they liked Capcom was the levity, was the comedy, and stuff like Resident Evil, the one liners, the the goofy you know, the goofy stuff. And then you get to Resident Evil 5 and they kind of did away with that. They did away... Yeah. They did away with that sort of uh, idea. Um, And then Resident Evil 6 was all serious. You know, we're going to just multi-part story with everyone who's been involved. Da-da-da. And, like, we know how bad Resident Evil 6 was. I mean, they haven't made a new Resident Evil since that progresses the story. (laughs) It's all been remakes since. Uh, we're now at that threshold where they're going to get into the uh, not-so-great ones, 5 and 6, even though I heard 5 was pretty okay, but from Chauncey, albeit. Um, Chauncey's standard for things are a lot different than mine. Uh, <laughs> um, but that was also, uh, you know, some of the lament, even though Monster Hunter World did better, is that we lost some of the humor in Monster Hunter World. Right now, even though it was commercial success, um, but there used to be uh, in Monster Hunter World, you know, you cook like a rotisserie meat, right? And this has been a thing in the game since. And you get a well done steak, and if you time it right, you get a well done steak, and it's worth more stamina when you eat it. Well, there used to be a little jingle with that goes with it, and there isn't in World. They took it out. It's gone, and it hasn't been back. And people are like, where's the little... Because you would get done, and if it was well done, it would be like, so tasty! There's like this voice out of nowhere. It was just like this weird Japanese thing that was like, that's cool, I like that, you know, it's it's fun. And it's just gone. Like, 
Yeah, that might be Capcom's problem across the board. I don't know. I don't have any connection or anything to do with Street Fighter. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if they had suffered the same issue. But I don't know. It's different. Which is a good segue into my next one, which is Street Fighter. Never <laughs> cared. Don't care. Don't give a shit. I am a Mortal Kombat fan. And it's not because I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. There's literally nothing in Street Fighter that has ever interested me. Um, so for me, fighting games, a large part of it is the characters. I like to see the cool fighting games are cool. I like to, I'd like to play them. I've still been playing Mortal Kombat one after playing the story, um, because it's fun to play, but I like Mortal Kombat characters. I like Molina. I like Scorpion. I like Reptile. I like Sub-Zero who wants, I mean, magical ninjas. Raiden is really cool. Um, Street Fighter, it's um, Blanca. Blanca is cool, and so is Dalim. Sure, Dal- yeah, I like the idea of Dalim, um, but that's it. That's it for me. I know there's crazy, cool, weird characters in that series, but um, don't care about Ken. Don't care about Ryu. Don't care about Chun Li. I don't care about E Honda. I don't like. They're just dudes and girls, and I don't care. E Honda, he's pretty cool though. And uh, Chun, I mean, how can you say you don't care about Chun Li? She's like, I don't. She's iconic though. I, okay, she's yes, she is. I will not deny that she's iconic. That doesn't mean I had to like her. I don't care. I'm just saying. I think. I think that. Street Fighter has some equally iconic fighters. I didn't say that the iconic wasn't the issue. But They're not interesting to me. Interesting a, wise. I mean, it's kind of hard to compete with like, you know, hell demons from the netherworld or wherever there was it, nether realm. Nether realm. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah mean, I mean, that's kind of hard to compete I'm also, with. I'm also invested in Mortal Kombat story. Right. And Street Fighter, the story is there's a world fighting tournament. Have fun. I think there's more to it than that, though. But there, because, there is because I, none of I, us I'm making are fun like, of it. playing these games. I, I, I'm making fun of it. Yes, there's more to it. I know that. Like, but but and, that's and Bison a, is like a is like a super psychic, villain, isn't he? Like, yeah, super, super villain, villain psychic. Yeah. Um, if a world fighting tournament is enough for Goku, why isn't it enough for you? Goku was an alien trying to save the world in a world fighting tournament. That's a there's a lot more to it than that. But I cared enough about Dragon Ball Z to learn that stuff and pay attention. Street the problem is the characters have to draw me into a fighting game. First and okay. foremost. And they just don't. They really don't. Blanca would have been the one, and I was not very good with Blanca, so I kind of stepped out. I was like, alright. I don't know. Everything else looks dumb. I, I'm out. And that was years ago when I was a kid, right? And I already had an in with Mortal Kombat. So if I was playing a fighting game, it was Mortal Kombat, it was Primal Rage, and it was Bushido Blade. Like, those were... Or Warpath I talked about another day. Like, like the, the difference here is I am playing... Now, Bushido Blade is just people, but it was an interesting mechanic because it wasn't your average fighting game. But everything else... Monsters, dinosaurs, 
crazy mystical ninjas, like, and then you look at the surface of Street Fighter, for me, as a kid, right, and you see sumo wrestler versus guy with a headband, and I'm not into it. Not into virtual fighter. I kind of am okay with Tekken. Like I'm not super did you into ever, Tekken. Did you ever play Darkstalkers? Uh yeah, I did. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like that that you would have liked those characters. I did. I don't like them as much, but yeah, Darkstalkers, uh Bloody Roar was a big one for me, uh back in those days. Um it's just and now the only fighting game series that's still going that I really enjoy is Mortal Kombat. And that's where we're at. And so I've never really cared about Street Fighter. And it's become a joke uh, between me and Jared. They're like, Because he's a Street Fighter fan and I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. And he's like, yeah, but Street Fighter's just better. And I'm like, don't care. Is it? It's not. <laughs> but, it, you know, that's what though? he says. No. Because, like, I mean... No fighting game has the story chops that Mortal Kombat does at this point since nine. Like no, no fighter can come close to compare. I mean, granted, it's like playing a fight for like two minutes, watching a three-minute movie, playing a fight for two minutes, watching a four-minute movie. They've been movie. like that since like original since Xbox games. Yeah. And granted, that's not a normal way that I enjoy stories, but Mortal Kombat, I give it the exception because am I going to have to... They do the test your might things to, in this one. So this one was interesting because like they're like gassing a room and you're playing as Baraka during one point of the story and you have to bust out of the room. And I didn't understand because this is the first test your might. And you remember test your might, you got a button yeah. mash and then hit a button at the end and then you break whatever. Well, they had me break the door mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. But I just hit, it just, I, I thought I had to tap the end button to begin with based on the mm -hmm. interface. So I just kept like, I hit it really weakly and then everyone died and it said game over. Do you want to start again? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I did it like I game over like three times before I actually figured out what was going on. That's a me problem. I just misunderstood the controls. Um, but, I, you know, I got through it. So, yeah, Street Fighter, I, I just have no interest in it. And I'm sorry, anyone out there, if you do, um, don't try to convince me. I just don't care. So. All righty. Uh, any, another one for you, Ace? Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Ooh, here, here. Yeah, I that's. Was, here, here. Yeah, I, I'm with I you on that pretty one. I into it. Yeah. In my middle school, high school days. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get through first one. Um, I actually started out with I one hundred percent the first Brotherhood, one. Yeah. and then went back and did uh, two, and then started but didn't finish Revelations. Um, I played the hell out of three, and then tried to get into Black Flag, didn't get into Black Flag, and then my interest fell off. Yep. Like completely when they did I, Egypt, then my, they did Sparta, and what they're doing. Oh, they did. Uh, they also did the the French one, which had the horrible mm -hmm. nightmarish glitches where you just see 
mouth and eyeballs all detached yes. from face. Yeah, <laughs> just and I think that was the last one before the the uh, break, right? And then they did Odyssey mm-hmm. and or Origins Odyssey. Yeah, and they've got what one coming out soon or is already out mirage or something like that mirage yeah which is going going uh going to the middle east again yeah yeah i don't know i just completely fell off and then they kept expanding the universe and i was just like i don't understand what is happening you know i think um just a little aside about number three i love number three I think three is my favorite in the series. And there's a couple reasons for that. One, uh, you get a fucking tomahawk. Uh, that's not a normal thing in games to get a good tomahawk uh, for it to work the way it should. Um, two, I'm biased because it is literally the only representation I've seen in video games of an eastern tribe of Native Americans. Literally the only mm-hmm. one. I cannot think of another one. Everything else is western. Um, another reason is we don't have that many civil war games. I think it's really, not civil war, (laughs) revolutionary war revolution. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot of those games. I don't understand with all the super high patriotism we have going around in this country that we don't have revolutionary war games, but here we are. Um, we have one, which is from France. Mm -hmm. Cause Ubisoft is a French company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you on 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 that though. I even picked up Origins, and they were like, "It's so much better." I was like, "You literally just put WoW fetch quests into Assassin's Creed, and you're calling this a new revamp version?" Fuck me, no, I'm done. Yeah, I don't know. I want to be interested in in Assassin's Creed since I like liked it so much back in the day, but I just can't be bothered. Yeah. I'm like, with you. On top of the not having much time for gaming thing, I'm just like I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like I liked Ezio and Connor too much or if they just went too far away or what the case is i just i don't know i can't pull myself back to it yeah i mean for me i liked altair who was the guy from the first game i liked him a lot Mm -hmm. i think he was a cool and interesting character i think it was an interesting story to tell in a time when we had very very anti-middle east sentiments Mm -hmm. uh it was kind of nice to have a positive representation of that in media and then we got Ezio, which I really didn't like. And then I was out until Connor came for three, and then I was out again. All so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you, D- Sasha. Which ones did you play? I have not played any of them. I oh okay. I want to like them i know i'm not going to primarily because i don't want to play any kind of platforming bullshit like 
I don't want to, I don't want to climb on the rooftops. I don't want to time my jumps. I don't, I hate that. I hate it. It's like the, it's so aversive to me. So like as much as I would love to explore those stories, I don't want to play that game. I don't think I don't think you're gonna like I don't think you like Prince of Persia then either, huh? No, no, I don't. For the same reasons. Yeah. So I I like Prince of Persia. I've been playing through the original one. By the way, there is no gamepad support, so I'm using WASD on a 3D platformer. That's been a rough, um, but I am about a quarter of the way through the game already. But yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's, that's been my, that's literally the only thing I've been playing outside of Fortnite lately is Prince of Persia because I just sort of purged my backlog because I realized I didn't give a shit about any of it. So bye. So Mm -hmm. working on other things. Um, yeah. So Assassin's Creed, fair enough. Um, I think a lot of people share that sentiment, honestly. Uh, I think it brought a lot of people back with the reboots, but yeah, I think s- several people have have also fallen off, especially with you know the horrific mouth and eyes syndrome, especially during those days. So yeah, I mean that, and I think there are some other crazy glitches. Oh yeah, I think there was a lot of de-rendering too. Wasn't there was there's people getting thrown into the sky stuff too. Like I've seen a couple of glitches where like there was the one that was in England and they shot someone on a different train. There was like a sequence when they're on two trains fighting and they mm-hmm. shot the person on the other train and then they like sort of like did the like you see like games do where they just can't the the model can't figure out what the hell it's doing and just shoot straight up like a rocket. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Sasha, another one for us. All right. So my last, I guess, answers are more like thin ice answers. Sure. I'm not done with them, but like, I don't really enjoy the direction that things are going and doesn't take a rocket scientist to know. That it's going to continue going in that direction. Oh um, sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of co- just combine them because my issues with them are pretty much the same. Um, and it's mm-hmm. it's Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Um, I was, oh. I was jokingly silently mouthing oh. Fallout. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm more surprised about the Elder Scrolls one now. I get where you're coming from with the Skyrim stuff because Skyrim was a lot stripped down in comparison. Well, hear me out on on a lot of this. So we'll start with the Elder Scrolls. So like the biggest number one problem I have with what's going on with Elder Scrolls is the removal of the governing attributes. And on top of that, the like removal of the level cap. The The governing attributes. So like your strength, your endurance your agility your um perception oh, luck oh, oh, oh. so yeah, like those aren't you yeah you didn't get those anymore you had just the skills in skyrim yes yes, yes. i forgot about those because, yeah i do remember those so 
the biggest reason I, that I want those things is that I don't I don't want bumper lanes in my RPG. I think it's mm-hmm. funny yeah. when people fuck their characters up. My cousin, uh, my cousin Brett, he's in his, you know, I think he's thirty. I think he's in his thirties. Um, mm-hmm. He played Oblivion like this year, and I think it's the first time he's played Oblivion. And he's yeah. telling us about how he's going to play a red guard, and he's going to go like full strength and full endurance, and he doesn't care about intelligence, he doesn't care about agility. And he doesn't does care he about. Get, did he get the? Yeah, yeah did he get I'm the like blah 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 dialogue options. No, 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 because the dialogue can't... stuff doesn't really matter, like in Oblivion, oh, okay. like that. Um, that's more of like a Fallout game. But what was happening to him is you get to a certain point in in uh, Oblivion, and if your agility is too low, like if you're atta- attacked by like three or more things you're just going to get like stun locked in place and they're just going to keep knocking you down sure. and you're you just can't do anything about it um and it's something really funny it's like we we teased my brother about it when we were kids playing this game and he had to like remake a character because he didn't care about agility so like my cousin we're all you know he's in his 30s and we're let, telling him before he's even like level five we're like no dude like you need to, you need to care about your agility. You need to care about it. He's like, no, I just got my sword, my shield, and that's all I need, and I'm gonna kick their asses. All right, man, whatever. So he's like level mm-hmm. twenty, and he can't progress through the Oblivion Gate. He can't like he cannot do anything. His character is completely fucked. Like he's like, <laughs> okay. and that is funny to me. Like you messed your character up because you didn't plan ahead you didn't like think about stuff you did not like carefully level up certain skills so you could get your governing attributes up like you messed up and you have to start over and it's a game that you already invested a lot of time in like i want to feel smart and i want to feel accomplished when i play my games and i don't feel smart and accomplished in skyrim i don't feel smart Mm -hmm. and accomplished in fallout 4 where there is, yes, you have those governing attributes, but there's no level cap. So what does it matter by the time that you're level 50 and 60 and 70 and you can just add all of those into strength and perception and endurance and charisma and just have those all at 10. So you want you want your choices to matter. Yes, yes. And yeah. so, like, to me, the bumper lanes that you get in Fallout 4 and Skyrim are really upsetting really aversive um and i know that that's not gonna stop because that is what is happening in starfield starfield is like that so to assume that the next like bethesda games are not also going to include this bumper lane shit like would be you know crazy so fair enough i Um, i also think this is why we are getting remastered versions of the older games because they're not going to be able to give the diehard fans what they want, but be able to continue to appeal to the masses. Like, you can't sell mm-hmm. a game for $70 and expect to sell it to, like, you know, a platinum, a platinum amount of audience members, but it be so difficult that they have to restart, like, halfway through the game. Okay. And you expect to do well. Yeah. Okay. You're making me want to play Oblivion again. 
honestly. Because I don't know. I'm I'm in a kick where I have been repl- I have been looking at older games instead of newer games right now that I just I thought I was interested in and I'm just not. Um, granted, that being said, you know the latest one I've been playing, Mortal Kombat One, has been phenomenal, and I am still playing that. But like, I do want to replay. Part of the reason why I want to replay Prince of Persia, because uh, I do like this platforming stuff, is there's a new Prince of Persia coming out next year. Uh, that's a Metroidvania, which I enjoy, but I like also the Prince of Persia series. I would like to get into Starfield. However, that's really expensive right now, and I don't want to get Game Pass to rent it for however many months I have Game Pass. Whether it's you know, I get it. it I feel like I'm just, renting it just, though. Just, just get Game Pass. Do it. However, I have never finished Oblivion or New Vegas, and I could do those first. I mean, I think you would probably enjoy Oblivion more, but... I, I mean, sword and sorcery, for sure, yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that is usually my wheelhouse versus Fallout, uh, post-apocalyptic. Although I do like and really enjoy one two, two post-apocalyptic games, three... Three, sorry. Bulletstorm. That's a post-apocalyptic one. But I enjoy it because of Duke Nukem. We had that conversation a couple episodes ago. Um, which I also downloaded and want to play on my Switch. Um, uh, there's a Journey into the West uh, game that was on PS3. Um, that's post-apocalyptic. I really enjoyed that. And then Rage. The id, uh, yeah. the id game. Yeah, the game was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I even played the DLC like years after I played it, which is not normal for me to be removed from a game that long and still play the DLC. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Like I, I didn't hate my time with New Vegas aside from where I fucked up and went to that area that I shouldn't have gone to that was in the DLC that I didn't know about the aliens or mm-hmm. whatever big mountain yeah yeah that's right yeah I didn't I shouldn't I shouldn't have done that um but you know it wasn't unenjoyable it just I don't know I didn't feel like playing it at the time so I, I just didn't. you just didn't even get to Vegas <laughs> I didn't no I was on the way I was heading that direction, but I didn't get there. Um, yeah. Okay, so you, you, so you are heavily concerned about the the bumper lane the gaming. Dr- yeah, the like just making yeah. the games too easy. Sure. It's like, and you're calling it an RPG, and it, like, yeah, it is, I guess, but like, at the end of the day when my level 100 character is next to your level 100 character, like we have all the same shit. So it's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't know. That bothers me. I, in New Vegas, the level cap is I want to say it's 50. No, I think it's 30. Sorry. It's 30. Um, and then when you get the, uh, DLC, it would give you five more. So you'd get up to level 50, but you still would not get everything. You still could not have all right. your skills maxed out. You still could not have like every single perk selected. 
so it made a Very. difference. It, yes. And, and I think as well that we're missing out on certain aspects of what could be in terms of now, this is not the case with Starfield, but like, could we get more game if we weren't spending so much game engine on workshops and like crafting and making an outpost or a village or a like, yeah. I hate that. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to nope. do it. I get you. I hate crafting in games. We had a whole episode about it. Remember? Yeah. And then they keep, yeah, I, they just keep putting more in it. And every single game has crafting. Like, why? Why? Please stop. Please. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair. I again, that's a that's a. I like the the that concept on thin ice. Um, my next one, uh, my next two are very heavily related. Um, they come from the same area. Um, I'll just put them together uh, because they kind of the similar situation. Just to make it easier, quicker to, because uh, it's my last two. Uh, first one, Spyro. I haven't gave a shit since, about Spyro since game one. I only cared about game one. I even got the Spyro remastered collection because I'd never played two and three. And um, I completed uh, 100% once again because I like doing it. Spyro one. I played 25 minutes of Spyro two. Nope, I'm out. I don't care about whatever stupid leopard guy that's trying to train me through half of the game. I don't care about... There was a premise. I liked it. Spyro was the PlayStation answer to Mario 64. And I like that style of game. The collect-a-thon platformer where you get to fight stuff. Spyro 2 is something else. I don't know what to call it. I didn't get far enough to really fairly assess it on a genre but it wasn't didn't feel the same it felt not as good and i don't care and i have no desire to go to three and i will never play skylanders forget that i don't even i don't even know what skylanders is i just know they had figures um and it was based off of the spyro mm -hmm. universe and spyro long became the less focus of that series um don't care. Similar vein, Crash Bandicoot. I cared about game one. I cared about game two. Lost me at game three. Yeah. We did not and get I have, the new Crash game. Yeah, about time. Yeah. Uh, I, I got it for Emery. She seemed like she would like Crash. She does not care for it. And yeah, I don't. I don't. A lot of people said it was really good, but I haven't cared about Crash since it was just a fun jaunty platformer with uh, some weird pseudo 3D slash 2D levels, and that was it. Three, I think, focused way too much on the vehicle sections, like every other freaking level is a vehicle section. And while they were fun in the second one, they weren't like the draw for me. They were like, okay, this is an interesting level. It's a little more challenging. Well, like three felt like that was the whole focus. It three had in every single like little because it came in like the sets of five. You had an animal level and a vehicle level. 
Yeah, it felt like there was a lot more of those. And then, like, the animal levels in 2 were vehicle levels. Like, you just rode an animal yeah. most of the time. Yeah. But they, like, changed the POV for the animal ones. And then they would throw in, once in a while, they would throw in the one where you would be running toward the screen and there'd be, like, the big boulder coming at yep. you. Yep. 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 That was into a lot. Um, and I enjoy those levels. They're a little frantic and to hit every box uh, mm-hmm. like you have to is a little tough. Uh, but that I wasn't I, it being a little tough wasn't the problem. It was I don't know. They just they just lost me. And I don't I didn't care anymore. And I never cared again. So here we are. And I still say the Spyro remaster while is fun uh don't get it unless you feel like it being the only game on your switch mm-hmm. or your console because i don't know who made that that console port i will say this um they made it well it's really pretty to look at learn how to fucking compress files the thing's fucking huge it's bigger than call of duty that's not okay <laughs> it's a game from what 2001 2002 it doesn't need I, to be i think it's earlier than me- that i think it i think it's like 98 okay yeah a 90s game doesn't need to be bigger than a, a modern game even no, remastered i'm sorry no, it doesn't no learn how to compress files people Nintendo figured it out in the nineties. I think you can figure it out in the two thousand twenties. Thank you. That's my PSA for been, whoever made this that. This has game. been my TED talk. Yeah, this has been my TED talk on file compression. <laughs> um, Ace, do you have any more, or are you spent? Uh, I mean, your your two uh, discussions have given me some more ideas sure um i would say that as on offense for me would also be fallout and uh call of duty uh fallout i still have interest in as a series uh i am probably based on the multiple discussions that we've had about them going to continue playing new vegas and then probably at some point, try to see if I can do Fallout 3. Uh, so, oh, hold on. I have to point with, something. Uh, I have to point something out here, okay? And this is for our benefit, Ace. This is for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Sasha, we have been trying your games. We have been giving you all the time. Please. <laughs> Just try, Monster Hunter. <laughs> there it is. Okay, that's it. All right. Continue, Ace. Sorry. Um, but obviously with my continued memeing and forevermore on Fallout 76, I will... Uh, oh, it 100% deserves it. ...forever be leery of any future Fallouts to come out because yeah. I tried to get into Fallout 4, but I just couldn't do it oh, I and didn't, I didn't even try. I was interested in Fallout 76 but I waited because I was like 
Eh, I'm already like super heavy into Monster Hunter World and slash mm-hmm. Iceborne. I think it was more World at the time. Yeah, time that was. Frame, but uh, it was because it had it was I had just moved back to, uh, back to Chillicothe at that point, and yeah, that yeah. was World but Iceborne I, uh, days. But I held off on getting seventy six, and thankfully so, because boy, what a what a shit show that was! I oh mean, boy, to make to make it as a whole uh, like internet historian video, you have to have fucked up. Because mm-hmm. like that channel has uh, also covered the Costa Concordia, which is that cruise ship that mm-hmm. uh, impacted rocks and partially submerged and went sideways and had to s- slowly be. Uh, refloated like mm-hmm. it's crazy no oh, it was uh it was a disaster there's no other way to put it there then, are, uh, it, it soured people on bethesda when they were not flawless but you know loved mm-hmm. for a long time yeah and then uh Call of Duty would also be another one that's on Thin Ice because I always enjoyed their their game, so I enjoyed the uh, stories and to some regard the multiplayer, both mm-hmm. delving in somewhat to the online and then uh, online with friends too. Yeah. Just doing like 1v1 matches or like sometimes 1v2 or free-for-all. With some of our friends, um, I'll tell you what. Like, they're okay with me. Call of Duty is, but I only play multiplayer. I have never cared about the story. I enjoy stories in games. No, I mean, uh, but when they started going into because uh, Black Ops, I enjoyed Black Ops Two. I still somewhat enjoyed, but I enjoyed a little less. And then once they started going into future, uh, the future tech stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't. That's where most people the lost games, them. And then I completely fell off. I was like, there's already Halo. Like, why do why do we need this for Call of Duty? But there like, was the whole the whole appeal was that like it's real real world combat and real world weapons and tech sure. and stuff like that. At least yeah, I mean, that somewhat was... for me. That was that was the appeal for uh, the appeal for a lot of people, and you know when they start saying constantly "boots on the ground combat," "boots on the ground combat" to to sort of like talk about yeah we're going back to our roots when they were talking about uh, what was it Cold War or World, World War Two yeah World War Two I played and I enjoyed a lot I will say uh, honestly they are not on thin ice with me at all all of the Call of Duty games that I have played. And I play strictly for the multiplayer. I have enjoyed. I put a solid two mm-hmm. or three months into Cold War. Uh, I haven't played Vanguard or any of the other ones. Uh, no, I played Modern Warfare 2 Remake. I also played that. And I really enjoyed yeah, that. I, I want to play Modern Warfare and the Modern 2 Warfare 2 Remake. And I have interest in, interest in uh, getting the third one. I'm not because, saying, you know, I'm not saying I'm they're great. I'm seeing... But I do a certain thing, right? And I, I'm enjoying that certain thing, which is shooting people on multiplayer 
and feeling like I can be good at something for 20 minutes out of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm interested in the series still, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anything anything that's like future tech, I'm just like, uh. Sure. I mean, I, I, I have that same issue until I saw that they had bows. And I was totally into mm-hmm. the character that had a bow for a super attack because yeah, because bow. So yeah, I also like wall running. That's why I like Titanfall. Like t- Titanfall mm-hmm. uh, has a lot of wall running, and then it was just like, oh, it's kind of like Titanfall. Not as good, but you know, more people playing it, so I'll play it. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So yeah. I mean, Titanfall is entirely futuristic, so I didn't have any problems with that. So. Yeah. Which is weird for me, but whatever. Um, okay, so Call of Duty and um, Fallout. Fair enough. Uh, I could go on. I, could, I could, If I sit here and think about it, there's several series where I don't care about them and I just don't care to try them. Uh, I tried to stay away from those and I tried to do more so ones that I had actually cared about at some point. And then um, I did care about Halo at one point. I mean, Halo is why I had a 360, um, but then it became Call of Duty uh, and then it became nothing. And I got rid of my Xbox. Mm -hmm. I had to. Don't judge me. I, I didn't have enough money at the time, and so I sold my uh, 360 literally to pay for wedding invitations at the time. Mm. Just get just get Game Pass. Yeah, I, I know. It was, a, collection. it was a real bad decision, I know. But <laughs> in hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> at the time, it seemed like the right answer. Um, just get Game Pass, and then you can get the Master Chief Collection. No, I see That's the problem. I want to play Spice Wars. That's like my big thing that I want to play on Game Pass right now. I don't want to feel like I'm renting the game. I like really don't. That's my hangout. Okay, right now. but I will say this: when you have Game Pass, you can get the game discounted to own it. It's like twenty percent off. So I'm paying what ten dollars a month to get a discount? No, I just meant like. You could play other Just games. Paying a monthly, playing a month, paying a monthly service to get like hundreds of games for free. And if you like and it, and then you can also get a get discount on the game if you like it. Because they yeah, don't stay forever. Fair. I think like that's, certain that's... games will stay for a long time, but it's like it's like GameFly, but better. I understand, but I purposely didn't do GameFly. Like, I never did that. Um, Now, what I did do is I did go to uh, Family Video a lot. And I, but I I would occasionally rent games there. But what I really did is I went there and bought there because, you know, all those rental stores used to buy way too many copies of everything. So I would go Mm -hmm. there and Family Family Video was very, very generous with their discount prices because they needed the shelf space. So I got a lot of movies and a lot of games really cheap from them for a long time when I lived in Dayton. Mm-hmm. And now they're mostly out of business and it makes me sad 
But, I mean, I'm getting games from Jared now, so whatever. And he yeah, usually gives I me think, a discount. Uh, I think in, like, 2016, 2017, when we uh, went to a room, me and my old roommates, when we went to one, uh, I think they had s some demon pastor shark movie or whatever that had just come out. Velocipaster? Yeah. Velocipaster. Maybe that. I, th I thought it was a shark, but maybe it was oh, a Oh, I think it was Velocipaster like because, um, you know, you just can't forget Velocipaster. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> either way, all the... There was like a solid, like, 10, 20-foot section that was just like all that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That it was, was an they... absurd amount, and I was just like... That's what all those you guys video really places renting do. that much. <laughs> oh my well, god! When they were like, when we had Hollywood Video and and um, Blockbuster and all those places that were really booming, those video rental places, they needed that much because you would go the day a movie comes out, there would be like, here's the new releases section, and it would be like, mm -hmm. the new releases section is like. 80% of the store wall across the store and there would be like three videos left because so many people would rent them. Like that was just their business model at the time. Yeah. And it worked for a long time. And then we got Netflix and Amazon and all this other streaming stuff. And then they kind of died. Um, yeah. To be to be fair, it's not like it's a documentary on it, but like the Netflix series about Blockbuster, I think it's just called <laughs> The Last I don't remember Blockbuster. It's it's yeah, pretty good. that's actually it's a really good series and it does bring up some of those issues and I really like that comedian too. He's really good. So No, there's a there is that's... a documentary called <laughs> The Last Blockbuster. Not that comedy show you're talking about. No, no, no. The co I'm talking about the comedy I show. Feel... The comedy show brings that up, and it is about the last blockbuster open in whatever Washington as well. If that, if that is actually on Netflix, that's hilarious. That just makes me think of that Mr. Krabs the quote. The documentary am I really totally going to defile too. this grave for money? Of course I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Mr. Krabs. It's money. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Netflix, so I wouldn't they? Yeah, especially of if it's a documentary about Blockbuster, yeah. who they I, they you gave know a deal to to buy them, and Blockbuster was like, "Ha you fool, that won't take off," and then they died. I mean, to be fair, I don't think Netflix really cares a ton about like like their. I don't know what they have up there. As long as it's not hurting directly hurting themselves, like anybody else's game, they just don't want to hurt themselves. <laughs> well, no, I just, I'm just saying that it's like ironically hilarious that they yeah. have a block documentary on blockbuster. And, and it's a bit like, it's a bit like defiling a grave for money, right. especially since they, they, uh, offered Blockbuster a buyout option and that would have in theory saved Blockbuster but Blockbuster was like nah yeah that's never gonna take off you're a fool they were used to being the big boys or like, 
There, there's yeah. They, they were just they were too big for their britches and yeah, a little bit too arrogant, and then uh, they suffer the consequences of that arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I actually liked go. I I prefer to go physically into places and do things. That's why I still go to the game store and talk to Jerry and stuff. I just I do too. They just should have. It's unfortunate. That option and uh, modernized slash adapted, because then they could could have been making money hand over fist and kill still kept their yeah. doors open. Yeah, it, it it's it's biting me in my current position with Starfield because I would have to get an Xbox for that to work, and it is the only one right now. Spice Wars just isn't available on anything except digital. So it's either Steam or Xbox. And I'm very conflicted. And I'm waiting for it to come on GOG is is, is what's happening. But I'm not sure that's going to happen. Get an Xbox. We'll see. If they give me more of a reason, there's, there's reason now. But if there's more of a reason, I will do it. It's getting, it's moving that direction at least. I'm also poor, next, so that's an next issue. Next Monster too. Hunter console release will be on Xbox. Oh no! <laughs> that might be the day I switch to PC. <laughs> oh. for primary for Monster Hunter because I actually have people to play with on PC for Monster Hunter. I played mm-hmm. this the Steam version with some friends. Okay. Well, uh, anything else for tonight, folks? Uh, no. Good to call it a wrap. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, be sure to follow us at Hunter's Hub Pod on Twitter. Uh, and then also, if you want to follow Ace, at Ace Badger Gaming. And uh, join the Discord, where we sometimes talk about things and... <laughs> Uh, it's been a lot of Starfield still, uh, but I haven't. T- Actually, my uh, comedy routine was posted there. If people are interested too, I did a stand up and I did okay. Not the not the funniest person, but I was told I was the funniest person of that show. But I don't have evidence to show you guys, so I thought the other people were funny, but that's just me. Actually, the the person doing the sound stuff actually said that I was the funniest person. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, the other person that said that was my friend, so I didn't believe him. But when the sound person was like, you did really good out there. I think you were the best one. I was like, oh, cool. Because you can tell in the video, I was pretty nervous. but And I didn't get nervous. And, huh? Take that, mom. Yeah. Take that, mom. Um so yeah. Oh, and uh, next weekend, uh, Sasha won't be with us. She has some other engagements. So Ace and I possibly, I'm um, going to try to get a guest. And I'd like, uh, if we can work it out. And Ace, if you need a break and I can find a guest too, that's that's fine. Um, but I do want to get into some Monster Hunter speculation. Not just because I'm on a Monster Hunter kick, but we haven't done that for the next Monster Hunter yet. And it's a good opportunity when Sasha's not here. Um, but on top of that, we had the teaser. We have Monster Hunter now, right now, and I think there's some stuff to talk about in that teaser, especially with how it was done with the hunters at the end. I think there's a lot to say about the way they presented mm-hmm. that. So 
I want to get back into some speculation and, and see what we're looking forward to in March, which, you know, March as an announcement, we're looking forward to an announcement. So possibly summer at the earliest, maybe even the next year for the next release. Who knows? So, uh, well, I think in the teaser or whatever, say to look for forward to more information in March. That's what I just said. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's we're looking March. forward yeah. to an announcement in March. Yeah, so I don't think we're really. I think we're in a dry spell until March in terms of Monster Hunter news, unfortunately. I know, I know that, but that's what I'm saying is that we're not looking at a release until <laughs> early next summer or if at all the next year. Alrighty, well, thanks everyone for listening, and have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.